Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Back at service, yeah. that's me. Yeah, man, I, I actually missed three this. weeks, man. That three is the weeks. longest I've been away from the podcast. Yeah. I'm just glad to be back, back in one piece. Are we glad to? <laughs> <laughs> Are hey, you wait, glad? Wait, are you glad that you're back? Yeah, I am, I am oh, glad. That I'm back. No, we're, we're talking to the listeners. I, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Peeps. I don't care. Peeps. Anyway, um, it, it's it's a great time to be back, especially because there's so much to talk about. So much going on. For one, our guest for tonight is a very interesting subject. He is your reigning PHX champion, Mike Madrigal, and we get to know a lot about his backstory, both as a character and as a human being. And there are a lot of stories there that you might not expect to come out of someone like Mike Madrigal at first glance. So um, you might want to check out the entire interview. That's coming up later today. Yeah. We're recording this on September 21. And as, as you well know, if you know your Philippine history, today marks the 45th anniversary of the proclamation for um, you know, the declaration of martial law. Yes. Not the real date, though. Yes, yes, because the real date is the 23rd. Yes. So September 21 was when the proclamation was written. Signed. And, and sign. Yes. Right. Okay, so um, obviously today was, uh, it, it was a day of protest. Earlier on the radio, yes, I am back on radio. Uh, we, we joked that you could protest about whatever you want mm. because uh, good, good old number 16 declared today as a day of protest, right? Um, there were a lot of protests, uh, the, the, big, the biggest one having taken place at Luneta. Mm-hmm. Yes. None of us were there today, obviously, which is why we're able to report uh, well, tonight. Yeah, I just want to say now. We, Capitalism has held us down. Yes. <laughs> has kept us. But um, it is also a form of protest. What? Showing up to your job. Showing up to your job and continuing as though... Oh, I see. I'll let it slide because... Ateneo did that. Ateneo did the that. Loyola, uh, the Loyola schools, schools did that. Yeah, and uh, they held a series of talks all week from... Yeah, it's down because we wish... We, we wanted to go. Yeah, to, to lend our voices on the street. Yeah, so it's kind of um, our personally. I felt like I let my friends down. My friends who were there, same. Like, I, same. I would send them messages and say, "Thank you for comes. thank you for fighting the fight for me today." Yeah, right. Because like like the last time you and I were there, oh, right? yeah. so it, it felt That's empowering why, on our end. Uh, we were right there. Talking shit on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing one. I was at the other. All right, fine. He was on the thirtieth. Yeah, 30th. we were there together. Yeah. together. Yeah. All right, but yeah, uh, the man has kept us down. But I guess it's also a form of protest, since you know, for one thing, sixteen declared this as this both. Bullshit! They have protests. Holiday, non holiday, really, which doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, because ano ba talaga? Oh. So may pasok pero hindi holiday. Uh, walang pasok pero hindi holiday. So ano ba talaga? I didn't get it, and I had to ask the administrators at Xavier uh. if we were actually going to have classes or not. And they took a while to reply because even they weren't sure. Yeah, and it, we yeah. can't blame anyone at all. Yeah. yeah, it took a day before I got the official memo from the from the administration. Uh, oh, Sorry, walang pasok today. Uh, how to proceed, diba? Right. Oh, lahim pasok. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we didn't have class yeah. today. 
So um, it, it it's very tricky how to how to go about this. Uh, you know, we were just talking to Mike Madrigal off the air before we hit record here, and he was saying that uh, generally he likes being neutral because if if you don't know everything in depth, it is hard to make an opinion. That's true, and it's very fair, right? But if you do have access to um, you know the credible sources, the credible articles, those that are fact checked, basically things that are not fake news, then I think um, it does. You're you're sort of empowered. Mm-hmm. And you are entitled to have an opinion, right? Whether or not that opinion is correct is a different matter altogether. <laughs> but I think um, on, on this day, especially on this day, especially with things going on like the Aegis Juris Fraternity, uh, the, oh, oh the hazing victim, victim, Jesus Christ, Horacio Castillo III, who passed away, you know, with all of these things going on, it really. Um, but the need and the urgency for us to really stay woke. Mm. There, we just have to uh, keep. Keep ourselves informed and to not and to be vigilant. And this is something we've been saying pretty much since sixteen got elected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it it uh it makes me feel weird na para tayong siram plaka that we always use this space this time in the podcast to keep hammering that point home. Uh, so to me, we I'd like to think and we'd like to think then that everyone who's listening to the podcast is on our side, on, on this our, side of the fence. Yeah, pretty much. But. Uh, at the same time, you can't exactly assume that of everyone, no matter how much you really, really want to, and no matter how good you want to see the people who listen to you and hit subscribe. So I'm sure uh, if anyone is disagreeing with us in our political views, they would have hit unfollow right now. They would, they would, they would they have, they would have not uh, even bothered to download this episode because you know. You have to know that we have to be talking about this. Today. Or they would have skipped through this part. Yeah, yeah sure. And fast forward to the interview. I want to say something about uh, one thing you mentioned earlier, which is our side. Because uh. at this point, you have to have picked a side already. Yeah. Or, or Sana. Sana. Sana, you've made up your mind and you realize if like, not, what if you're, side you're if on. If you're like, neutral because you don't know the facts, uh, like, like Mike here, at least Sana, you have a side that you lean Leaning toward towards. Because you feel somehow that you... Uh, you kind of relate to that, even if you don't, even if you hesitate to fully support it. Because at the end of the day, it boils down to your values and principles in which you identify with, and what it is that you um, you identify to be correct or to be right, right? So um, I don't know what else to say at this point. Because we've pretty much fleshed out everything that needs to be fleshed out over the course of one year, three months since this whole 16. hullabaloo began, right? So yep. uh, we might as well talk about something else that's equally serious. And that uh, that took place earlier this week, and that's uh, that's the passing of Bobby the Brain Heenan. So um, I am too young to have watched the Brain at his peak or the Brain at work at all, because I got into the fandom in 2004 because of Eddie Guerrero. So at that point, Bobby Heenan had long been retired. Yeah, that's yeah. not true, though. I'm sure you've seen older matches, older shows. That I have, yeah, yeah. 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 So Hyper you have an idea of an uh, because it's easier, I guess, to. Uh, get into someone like Bobby Heenan, who is an announcer, not a wrestler. Because no matter who you watch, for example, in in that era of wrestling, you would have heard him. Yeah. You would have been exposed to him. Macho Man matches, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whatever you choose to watch, whether it's old Hulk Hogan matches or, or old Randy Savage matches. So I'm sure you are familiar, Kaipapana, with how he does his work. I think the biggest uh, the biggest takeaway for for say people who might have missed out on the brain speak uh, is his influence yep. and how he you know his influence is still uh, very resonant today. Mm. So 
for starters, Corey Graves, hugely influenced by Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons Jerry why... Lawler. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Lawler. Lawler, also influenced Early by him. Early Jerry Lawler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peak yeah, Jerry Lawler, we all know. Before he, he trailed off and, you know, got old. <laughs> so, a, a, lot of, a, a lot of the guys who really mouth off very well as heels, especially at the announce desk. Um, I, I think even CM Punk, for a while. Uh, already had that brief commentary uh, yeah. run. Um, you know, you, you can always tie it back to Bobby Heenan and how he did his thing. Yeah, you, ha- you, you actually even haven't heard our commentary on PWR. Because, yeah, because uh, we haven't released that Yeah, yet. we haven't released yeah. that. But I did try to actually pattern the way I did color to, to you know, to offset stance straight and play by play this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is an influence of, of Heenan, ultimately. Right, right. So he really paved the way for, for color commentators, especially the heel commentator. That character, uh, Bobby Heenan, really wrote that the blueprint. archetype. Yes. That archetype altogether. It's pretty much exact. It's actually pretty much the, you know, the, the archetype, as you mentioned, yeah. that almost all uh, color commentators in pro wrestling follow to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says a lot about, about a guy who really just started off as a hanger-on in the business. As a manager type. No, not just a manager type. Um, he was literally someone who just followed people around, uh, and he didn't know how to get into the business. So mm-hmm. he would uh, he would help do the menial jobs, sure, sure. carry people's bags, uh, help assemble the ring, all all those things. Um, he he wasn't like a, a number one draft pick into the business, as mm-hmm. you would as some people would say it about. So um, it it's a testament to the work ethic mm-hmm. and to everything he'd accomplished. Nah, um, he'd been revered as a Hall of Famer, and now that he's uh, he's gone. His life and legacy is celebrated by fans worldwide. The sad thing, really, about Bobby Heenan was that the way that he deteriorated—that was actually very hard to watch. At least, no, at least he at wasn't least, in the job anymore. Yeah, when, because, he, when that happened, when that happened, because uh, he went the way that he went out. Now he was still doing like conventions up until about I think like early last year. That's fine. Early that, last that, year, that but part that, is that fine. part is fine. The that, fact that. He had throat, throat cancer, cancer, had to get his jaw reconstructed. Looked and like a real literal shell of his former yeah. self. You, his voice changed. His voice changed uh. so differently. And you couldn't tell. Like, I saw a picture of him on Reddit, I would say. Like, last year. About this time last year. Yeah. And I was just like, that, that, that wasn't, is, that is you not don't recognize that guy anymore. anymore. As, uh, as, the, as the guy who uses his voice to make a living, Sam, do you think that the way he did his job contributed to how, you know, what afflicted him in, in you know, his latter years? I'm not sure because I like um, the, my knowledge of throat health mm. isn't uh, isn't as well versed as say an ENT, right? Sure. But I can tell you now from years of straining my voice to do my job, uh, yeah, your health is affected. Mm. Um, I I hope to stay in the business long enough to you know if ever I would get unhealthy, mm. it would be because of my job. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I guess that's what I could hope for if you want to be morbid about it. But I will say that someone like Bobby Heenan using his voice to make a, an impact in the wrestling business proves that you don't necessarily have to take a bump to leave your mark in the industry. Not to... Not to <laughs> no, no, I support you in this. No, we do, we do, we do. We do. I, just, right? I just like the shot you took. <laughs> Which is not, not to throw shade at people who willingly sacrifice their bodies to be part of the business. That's your choice. And I support anyone who wants to do that. Because uh-huh. that's your dream. You but there are also people in the business who just really aren't cut out to get physical in the ring. And if you want to be part of the business uh, and, and con- contribute somehow, then you find an asset. And Bobby Heenan was one of the people that even though he wrestled, he did rely on his other physical tools and his brain to, to contribute to the wrestling uh-huh. industry. And uh, to some degree, I am influenced by that. Yeah, we are all influenced by that. 
So for, so for that, we salute you, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Thank you and rest in power. Thank you for your service, sir. Every time Camus does something stupid, takes a stupid bump, makes himself look silly out there, that is an influence by Heenan. Yeah, that is the weasel at work. Yep. All right, now um, let, let's move on to wrestling as in the things that actually happened this week. And one of the, one of the biggest talking points this week is the fact that Jinder Mahal got a That's Too Far chat yeah. from the very good people of oh. Oakland, California. Yeah. Damn straight! Your, your, your people. My people. Remember how we, we threw shade at a crowd just a few weeks ago? I forgot which crowd this was. Um, East Coast, eh? Rhode Island, this I think? This was... Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Rhode, Rhode Island, Island, right? We threw shade at them for uh, being very xenophobic and be, uh, being very racist. Yeah. And now here comes Oakland on the West Coast. Uh. And they are... Well, they were very woke. Uh. They stayed woke and you know, they, uh, they they called Jinder Mahal out after his promo where he called Shinsuke Nakamura Mr. Miyagi and then he made fun of the way Asians look and wrong city, wrong city, bro. Yeah, no, right city. Because he he got the the correct reaction. Yeah, that went too far. Yeah, because the crowd the, I was actually the, surprised to, to hear that because I never yeah. heard that one before. Yes. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't. I've never heard that. One In an before. ideal sense, the crowd's purpose is to be the moral compass of the show. Sana. In Sana, <laughs> In an, in, 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 an oh, ideal, yeah. uh, no, in an ideal setting. Yeah, in an ideal setting. Are you saying the people from Oakland are shitty? No. No. That's what you're implying. No, I'm just, I'm just happy that okay. it, it happened there. Okay. Well, this is the city, uh, the one city that didn't diss Kevin Durant for a year. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> right. But the difference between uh, Rhode Island and Jinder Mahal is that Jinder Mahal is obviously paid to live out a gimmick. Yeah. Right? Whereas, Rhode Island paid to be there and, you know, kind of paid for the rights to express themselves. Kind of. Kind of. And when they did express themselves, they did it in one of the worst ways possible. I know this is in character. Oh. That's really who they are. Yeah, exactly. And to me, the question here is, did Jinder Mahal actually go too far? And uh, the answer to that depends on the context uh, that you're willing to, uh, to accept it. I would say that we have to go back again to that promo between Paige and Charlotte uh, when Paige referenced Reed's death. Yeah. yeah. Remember how a lot of people cried foul and yeah. said that Paige went too, that far? Was too far? This is the same example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and at the just, time, just a few notches lower. At the time, yeah. we established that it depends on what values you hold dear. True. And if you say that um, Paige did go too far in referencing Reed's suicide, uh, drug overdose, overdose and death, then um, th- that reflects on you. Yeah. But regardless, the angle did its job yeah. because it elicited that reaction from you. Yeah. And as uh, Mike Madrigal would later explain, in wrestling, your objective is to get that reaction mm-hmm. from the crowd. And uh, it's also kind of unfair then to pin anything on gender himself. I mean, the guy himself. Because someone told him to say that. Yeah, yeah, someone told him to say that. And if you would listen to the things he would say since he won the championship or since he even got this push... Uh, you would know that this guy is way too young, way too naive to even challenge uh, the, the quote-unquote wisdom and intelligence being laid out in front of him. For, yeah. uh, in his very first interview, I think with Jericho, uh, he mentions that uh, he doubted the fact that he would get over if he went the anti-America route. And he did. So to me, that, that tells me that this was a guy who was willing to trust the system to get him the results he really needed as uh, the character they wanted him to be. So I couldn't really blame him. I really would still pin the blame on 
on Vince. And on the other hand, it did work. It really did. Uh, I did think it was too far. I was surprised and shocked that they went there. Pero to me, if it means that people are reacting at gender to gender, then it works. Yeah. It really does. It and uh, it stepped up. It stepped up the angle. Yeah, as Machiavellian as it might sound, it does work. I think if there's anyone who you should chastise, oh. it's it has to be WWE. Oh no, man. Oh, no, it has to be the people writing these stories and giving the green light. Because they can they, they can still find a way a, a more hardworking way to tell this story to sow tension between gender and Shinsuke uh, instead oh, no, they go they take the, the low hanging fruit of racism which is funny because Jinder Mahal himself was going on tirades against racism when he was going up against Randy Orton that was actually what works he still actually is going against tirades the whole context of this line of promoing uh, this line of um, this narrative atta- attacking oh yeah this narrative thank you uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is that he was telling Nakamura that if he becomes champion this is the kind of shit that he would have to go through which actually when you really think about it it's, it's true it's, it's clever true. No, not just true it's clever because you've never heard a heel say that before from no. one foreigner to another again. because it's never happened yeah. take and, note and, yeah. that the Jinder Shinsuke feud is unique in that this is the first feud between two Asians mm. yes. over the championship mm-hmm. in an American product in an American yes. on an, in, in on front an of an American, American audience show yeah. in America mm. In that context. Precisely. So, in that, a very twisted sense. That kind of merits uh, some recognition, I think. Temporary, mm-hmm. all everyone's going to say is, especially in the current political correct, uh, politically correct society, is that he, did, he went too far, which he did. I, there's no doubt against that, for sure. I like how, in a very twisted sense, it's as if gender is still somehow looking out for Nakamura. Oh yeah, parang, bro. This is what I'm going through. Yeah, you don't want this shit. Yeah, and secretly, I'm gonna be racist too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even Loki anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And I don't know. It, it's kind of fucked up. Then on our end, that we can appreciate this as good heel work. When on the other hand, it's also the correct response to be shocked, shocked, if you will. Yeah. Am I the only one who watched this and wasn't shocked? Because I was more shocked by the response that that's too far. Yeah. No, no. I was shocked because I never really thought they would go there. It, it's one of those... I th- never thought that they would be bold enough to, to actually go that low. It is low. There's no, it is there's low. There's no denying that. And it's one of those things that it's so low that you're just like, is this the best that you can do? No, but to me, because it's so low that, yeah, you kind of needed it for gender who needed... A lot more heat. that kind oh. of heat. Oh. Because there are still non-believers. There oh. are still people who believe that gender should be hindered. Oh. And um, I'm, I, I want to uh, call attention to something that Ricky Publico pointed oh. out oh. on his SmackDown review. Na, um, Nakamura was insulted so much for his race oh. and his appearance. And all that SmackDown could do was give him a backstage segment. He didn't even come out. He didn't knock the heads off the Singh brothers. He didn't try to fight with Jinder. That would have been the type of insult that would have merited Nakamura getting physical with them. The mm-hmm. same, in the same way mm-hmm. that Shane knocked the holy hell out of Kevin Owens when point. Owens talked about his family. Point. Oh, good point. Good point. So, in, um, if, if there's anyone who was actually hurt here, it was Nakamura. But only because they weakened him by having him react that way. Only. We don't know that yet. Yeah. Uh, actually, again, it's one of those things that is too uh, soon to tell. Because for one thing, again, you can always chalk it up to not having enough time. But uh, you don't know what he's going to do next week. You don't know what he's going to do at Hell in a Cell, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, stuff it's like a month that. away. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's 
one of those things that maybe, just maybe, he maybe Nakamura isn't the kind of guy to come out there and just like, retaliate, retaliate out of emotions. Mm-mm. Has he ever been like that in NJPW? Mm-hmm. No, he's he's never been irrational. Yeah, he he marches to the beat of his own drum, and that's one thing you could probably you know, uh, probably use to argue for him. Mm-mm. But is this a case of us filling in the blanks when WWE should have been We're doing that in no, the first place? Right, no, to me, right now. Yeah, right sorry. now, we are filling in the blanks. Yeah. Right now, we're seeing things, you know, half glass empty, half glass full. It's one of those things where I say, uh, you wait for what happens in one month. If what happens after that month doesn't satisfy you and your requirements for this angle, Sige, you, you can rage all you want. But for now, trust in it, see where it goes. Because if we get the payoff with Nakamura winning mm. the championship, then all is forgiven. How to me... Uh, I didn't think of the backstage interview, quote unquote, as being bad, as Too being thin. weakening to Nakamura. I think the fact that he left it there, that he said that it's not funny when he wins, blah, 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 is to me, it kind of showed that he was more badass than we give him credit for. So he didn't come out there and made bad. He's not a bad guy. Right? He was, he was the bigger pattern. man. He, he, was, he was a petty. Yeah, right? But uh, when anyone else would be. When you are a guy who doesn't really, you know, give a shit about what this guy is tell- saying about your race, I think you're a bigger badass than, you know, than you look. Nakamura basically did not make a Taylor Swift diss track. Yeah. Yep. That's something to be said. Mm. All right. I, I, and, and it's a new way I've been one over. Things, right? mm. Because every in, instances like this, we are conditioned to see. Yeah, but as Shepra, it's also a matter of, again, going back to what they should do moving forward. So if Nakamura does nothing at all, yeah, and it goes to this point that Ryan Sangalia brought up, and I agree with this. By, do, by going this far, by mm-hmm. going this low, they kind of back themselves in a corner, and there is no way. Jinder wins this, this, feud this feud after all that. Yeah. And there's, no, sobra, sobra na, eh. there's no conceivable way that they still uh, they still walk away with good PR, with good image. See, now I'm kind of annoyed because I agree with that point too, uh, but my expectations are also that going is, up. That is a yeah. good, that's, true, that's true. As a Nakamura fan, now I really want to see this uh, happen. And if I don't get a, this result, Nakamura being WWE champion by the end of Hell in a Cell, I will be pissed. That's true. So yes. many factors. Eh? I got the India tour in December. December, by end, right? Oh was my it God, that's December. Oh, is it this month? I no, heard no, it was I'm September. Sick, sick. I heard it was this month. Ah, uh, December. It's a quick fact Google search check, away. Fact yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact check. Anyway, so India. Because that's what we do in this podcast. Yeah. Since uh, there's also an upcoming India tour, there might be a chance. So if it is in this, if it is in September, then yes, uh, it could be. It could be said Nash. Shinsuke has a good chance of winning the championship at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, it's September. All right, September. there you go then. When? What are the dates? So this month. And Hell in a Cell is next month. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It says September. Yeah. Shit. All right. Okay. All right. That it's conceivable. It makes sense from a booking standpoint. Oh. And they stand to make good money. Mm. All right. Um, anything else that we need to say to flesh out the uh, Nakamura gender angle right now? Uh, I just, I'm just going to leave it at this. We're going to wrap it up like this. It's, All right. Too complex considering what we know, what we understand, how we know pro wrestling goes. Uh, I guess you could say that it's fucked up that we are kind of normalized by the fact that we know it's an act. So we're desensitized. Desensitized, yes. 
and but, and uh, uh, my takeaway for one thing is that uh, sorry before you go with your takeaway yeah we may be desensitized but at least it saves Jinder Mahal the person from the imputation that he's a racist because we all know he's not I think he's my takeaway can be uh, summed up best in three words trust the process trust the process trust the process <laughs> shout out to Sixers fans who might be tuned in all right. Um, if you're there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, now we're going to be talking to Mike Madrigal in just a bit. Like we said earlier, lots of interesting stories, especially uh, how he got into the fandom, his influences, that one year break he took from pro wrestling, only for him to come back and you know um, basically hasten his graduation until he finally became PHX champion. All of that and everything in between coming up. Plus, we've got your No Mercy predictions, please. Predictions! And your picks of the week. All of that coming up in just a bit. But first, your PHX champion, Mike Madrigal. All right, we're sitting here with somebody I've been wanting to get on the podcast for quite some time. And I say that about a lot of our guests, but I really, really, really mean it for this one. Especially because he is your new PHX champion. So let's welcome him to the podcast, The Walking Death, your PHX champion, Mike Madrigal. Shut up, Camus. I mean, sorry, sorry. Aga pala. Aga pala. Aga pala. Aga pala. Aga pala. I just wanted to get out. Okay lang. Okay lang. Okay lang. What's up, guys? What's up? You know, it's not a character thing. Shut up, Camus. <laughs> you don't have to be in character. Yeah, but how's it going, champ? I mean, it's been a great month for you. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, ngayon, sobrang di pa rin ako makapaniwala. Kasi, parang APCC... Bigla na lang ako naging champion. Tapos, ngayon, nasa poster na kami. Ngayon, <laughs> if you saw the pictures na lumabas, nasa, naka, ano kayo siya, nakakalat ngayon siya sa circuit Makati. So, uh-huh. ayun, over yung ngayon yung... Yan, over yung pwet ni Panzer, actually. <laughs> so, you're sharing the billing on the poster with Chris Panzer's ass. Mm-hmm. That's basically what you're saying. Um, it, the, the, you can't get this from the audio, obviously, but uh, you must know that Mike Madrigal showed up with three bags of chips and three liters of Red Horse. Yeah. He <laughs> came very rolls, prepared tonight. Yep, that's He's how we prepared do it. to respect cheers. for us. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Respect, cheers. respect, respect. Uh, I've got tea, so malas yun. So, hindi ko, hindi ako mag-cheers ng tea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it, wait, is it not malas to cheers tea with tea? No, because it's not alcoholic. Eh. Uh, so, you don't do that. I do not know this. Yeah. It's not alcoholic. Yeah. If non-alcoholic, it's alcoholic. It's not Okay. Anyway, so um, yeah, you have a you have a different story compared to the other guys who graduated to the main roster. In that you were actually part of Batch Two, the right? Batch uh-huh. Two, yep, Batch Two. So you're with you, uh, your batchmates with Ro here alongside the Fighters for Hire. And mm-hmm. the Fighters for Hire, uh, John Sebastian, Ralph Mabiashi, uh, Crystal. Crystal? Yeah, Crystal yeah. Batch 2. two, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a murderer's, ro- uh, murderer's Row of alumni from Batch 2. Uh-huh. Uh, but before we talk about that, I want to know about your Any fandom, bro. your story. <laughs> how, how did you get into wrestling anyway? Like, wh- wh- what was your entry point into our little fandom? Okay, so uh, nag-start siya nung I was in a cousin's house, tapos yung maid niya, tsaka siya, yung yaya niya, <laughs> nanonood sila ng WrestleMania 14. 14. 14. So, Parang, para sa akin, anong pinapanood nila? Tapos biglang lumabas Road Warriors. Sobrang angas. Kasi, naka-spikes yung, ano nila, uh, gear nila. Tapos, yung may helmet, tapos nandun pa si Sonny. So, parang, <laughs> okay, I mean, I mean it. Tapos, the next match pa is, I think, Ken Shamrock the Rock. Na, inangkel lock ni Ken Shamrock lahat. Tapos, hindi niya binitawan si The Rock. So, reverse yung decision after niya mag-top. And then yun, pumasok lahat ng tao, binayali to belly niya lahat. So, yun. From there, nahook na talaga ako. So, who were the wrestlers that you latched on to? Like, yung first favorites mo growing up? Uh, first favorite ko, Stone Cold, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, the Rock and Triple H. What was it about them? 
Um, sa akin yung angas ni Darak eh. Yung, parang alam mo, gusto mo siya gayahin pag bata ka eh. Na nobody wants to mess with you, tapos sobrang su- suabi niya, sobrang cool niya. Tapos Stone Cold din, same thing. He doesn't let anyone na to push him around. Especially his boss, Vince McMahon, on time na yun. Ayun. So, um, I, I follow your posts on Facebook, even those outside of the wrestling groups we're part of. And you are also huge into the wrestling scene outside WWE. I read the piece that Lance Stan Ong wrote about you on Smart Henry, and you mentioned Davy Richards as one of your favorites. Yep. So, <sighs> we know that Rowe is actually a huge, huge anti-Davy Richards guy. Yeah. I knew that since before, actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so, 2014. <laughs> what is it about Davy Richards that uh, makes you gravitate naman towards him? Who was it? Before that, because he's an MMA guy, and then, eh, Bago naman ako nag-wrestling, I was into MMA. So, mm. I liked his style. Sabi ko, pwede ko to gayahin eh. And then, bigla yun, pinakita niya yung pagkakupal niya. So, when I tried it sa match, sa practice match, na parang na-impress yung mga tao. Eh, sobrang simple lang na ginawa niya. Mm. Like, mm. he did the figure four. Everybody woos. Then, hindi niya tutuloy. May middle finger niya lahat. Ganun lang kasimple. And So, you have this uh, this fandom of obviously WWE, but you uh-huh. also have your Ring of Honor fandom and you like yep. the indies. At what point did you begin to follow the indies? Because um, normally, diba, it, it starts at WWE. There has to be someone that draws you into uh, the indies outside of that. So who was that Sino for you? Sa'yo? Actually, I was really into ano, no, mga wrestling forums because tago ako na wrestling pandate. Closet? Oh, tayo, oh. tayo, tayo, tayo lang. Because <laughs> ano, not everyone's into it. Alam mo yun, yung stigma. So hmm. ayun, uh, I was into the forums. Tapos nag uh, what they call this? Uh, nag efeds ako. Wrestling pa yun, guys, ayun, role play. Oh. <laughs> <Kalma> tayo. <laughs> tapos, ayun, tapos hanggang I saw people na posting out Ring of Honor. Then na curious ako. Nag-download ko yung first ano, is ROH Driven 2004, I think. Wow. Yun. Tapos from there na na ako sa indie wrestling. Alright, alright. So, let's talk about, you, know, you mentioned that you were first an MMA fighter before you were a wrestler. And I noticed, uh, um, nung unang day sa bootcamp, uh, I was a part of the other guys who, you know, for learning the first time, for the first time, parang pinag-ano kami sa drills and everything, how to take a bump and stuff like that. But I noticed you, you came in late. And, uh, no, no, he did. He, did. Okay, he okay. came in late. He didn't Why join do you still us. remember this? Same thing, same Tumatak sa akin eh. Okay. Na, Na-late ka kasi parang nag-doka na before pa. Parang you were batch 2 but you seem to have trained with the PWR guys, the OG PWR guys before batch 2 started. So how did you, uh, first of all, how did you find PWR? How did you decide you were going to be a wrestler and stuff like that? And then where does your MMA fighting background figure in all this? Okay, so... Um, nakasali ako sa PWR through a job in, uh, actually ano siya, job opportunity siya dapat kasi I'm, I was a graduating chef from a culinary school tapos si Bombay uh, same Bombay school kami service. cook din siya tapos nakita ko na <laughs> wait wait did I just ruin it for everyone what he <laughs> no, did it's make sushi burgers yeah, you did no, 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 the, the, the fans don't. And then, the, the no, fans, the fans who've been to the shows where Bombay had a yeah, 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 yeah. That was one show, though. But I, I would assume that most of the fans yeah. still don't know that Bombay is actually a chef in real life. Sorry, Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew Bombay beforehand? Because uh, of that, yung sa, nag-apply ako sa for a job sa catering nila. Tapos, 
How does that conversation happen? Parang you're applying for a job. How, how do you broach the topic? Kasi nung nakita nung nakita ko na yun nga, siya may PM ko daw siya regarding the job. Tapos nakita ko nagda-drop pic siya dun sa ano niya, sa profile pic niya. So parang <laughs> Inang, yeah. siya, ano, ano 'yan? Uh, gusto ko sumali diyan. So nag una tinype ko sa kanya, uh, pwede ba ako ano, um nag-apply ako for the job? And then, sinabi ko din, I noticed na nagda-drop kick ka dun sa profile. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious, can I train with you guys? Tapos yun, nagsimula na na, actually late siya nag-reply. After na siya nung job, nag, ano, ah, okay. nag-reply. Okay. Sabi niya, sorry, tapos na yung job, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos nag, nag-reply ako, but can I still train with you guys? <laughs> Tapos ayun, sabi niya, sige, uh, punta ka lang dito sa Bombay Suarez Performance what, Center. Ah, doon na tayo sa, ano, doon na tayo sa Performance Center. Hindi na doon sa isa. <laughs> ah, hindi na ako mabot doon. Thank okay. God. Ah, <laughs> uh, tapos, ayun. Um, ang nag-hesitate ako kasi akala ko you had to do, you had to know how to keep up yung mga ah, sobra advanced shit. Yung na, technical yung pala, stuff. Yung pala, no, pala even, basic uh, stuff yeah. pa pala muna. So, ayun. Trinay ko once and then, yun, uh, I tried it once. That was two weeks before the first Renaissance. Tapos, okay. sabi nila walang training the next week kasi they were preparing for renaissance nga. Hmm. Ayun, then after nun, nung bumalik ako, kasabay ko na yung batch 2. Yun, yun, kaya siya, no? kaya okay lang na hindi siya kasama na. Kasi hindi siya kasabay namin sa umpisa. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you come into uh, into pro wrestling, pero you, you already had your MMA background. Yep. Na, di ba, di ba very notorious sa MMA community yung yung outlook towards pro wrestling. Uh-huh. Na, ah, fake naman yan, yep. ganyan. They have all this stuff that they say. So, as someone who's into both fields, How how do you reconcile that and how, how do you deal with people from the MMA community who say na oh wrestler ka di ba fake lang yan and then I What? did notice na one of your posts right at least recently na this week this week ba yan this week yeah, this week ba yan you know you were throwing some shade at some of your I guess fellow uh, peers yeah uh, okay kasi yun nga for kaya ako una ako firstly kaya ako nag MMA is because I like wrestling and here in the yeah. Philippines walang yeah. wrestling yeah. school uh, so that was the closest thing you can get eh na alam mo training wise UFC ganito wise. Oh. UFC yung mga entrance nila ngaangas na eh di ba oh. so oh. nandun na yung pageantry tapos yung yung ano what do you call that yung pagka lalaki nila oh. na lumalabas yeah. dun sa ring ayun yung machismo oh yeah yun tapos yun um, para naman dun sa mga nag MMA na parang they were throwing shade nga For me naman, iba kasi yung MMA. For MMA, you defend yourself. Mas masakit yung pangakatawan ko pag nagre-wrestling ako eh. After wrestling training. Kasi there, sinasadya mo mag-bump. Sinasadya mo masaktan. Eh, sa MMA, pwedeng tumakbo ka lang eh. And most of those guys throwing shade, actually wala silang kwenta. So, sorry guys. Shout out to the haters. Takbo lang ng takbo. When did you decide though that you wanted to be a wrestler? Or, did, or parang maghahanap ka ng paraan kahit pa paano to do something about your fandom? Na para take it to the next level. Um, well, nawala na ako ng pag-asa mat- matagal na kasi I didn't know there was gonna be resting here in the sure. Philippines in the first place. Tayo. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, how young are you? Just to, uh, just to contextualize it. Uh, 26. Okay. okay, that's... Uh, right around our age. May pa. So, ayun nga. Um, actually, one time, uh, nalasing ako. <laughs> Share ko lang. Oh, shit. So, okay. Connected naman sa question. Okay, okay. Um, kasi I was like, I was flunking school that time. It, it was a dark time. Tapos... <laughs> Um, tinanong ako ng tita ko. Ah, Elasing ako nun. Ano ba talaga gusto mo maging? Bakit parang ano, parang hindi ka interesado sa school mo? Gusto ko maging wrestler. <laughs> Don't we all? The next day, fuck it. What was your reaction? Ha. 
Wala. From, from your tita? Eh, syempre, para sila, as, ano lang, parang as a supportive tita. Um, Pero, wala, ano yan? Tara, eh, yung pinsan mo nga, nag, na, ano yun, nagpaturo ng singing lessons kasi gusto matuto ko matay. Saan ba may wrestling school dito? <laughs> Wala, wala pa wala pa tita, wala <laughs> actually even even Greco Roman walang nagtuturo meron meron okay. I mean we have a Filipino well, no, we have meron. a few but then it's not yeah. like it's an open school the way that we have uh, what the fuck are you talking about no we don't have like, that's not even close to pro wrestling no I'm, what I'm saying is at the time I think oh. it's time shut up Camus <laughs> No, Shut up, Camus! Let me get it out. Let me get Thank it out. The, there were more BJJ schools oh, than there were. Pero meron. I haven't seen it. Ay hindi kita tweeting ni. It's not their fault. Yeah, yeah. Parang right. tito bir lang yun. Di naman yung mga tao na sabi, oh meron pa lang ganon. Di naman namin kasalanan hindi nga napa. Eh. Yeah. Oh, totoo. So anyway, going back, anyway, going back. Yeah, going back to Mike Madrigal here. Um, so you you got into wrestling and was there any backlash from your family now you know you started training and then you started ending up performing getting booked your family okay. <laughs> your family now before we get to those questions was there any backlash from the family okay so nung una ako nagte-training um since nga yung first time with Bombay and then batch 2 and before i left to go to the US yeah. um sinasabi ko muay thai yung pinupuntahan ko <laughs> Fast forward to showdown, uh-huh. yung debut ko. Uh, well, she knew I was going to, ano, to shows. Feeling na Muay Thai shows, I don't know. <laughs> Which is true. Which is true. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm not amateur, pero ayun. Tapos sabi niya, pero alam, alam niya, nanonood ako. Mm-hmm. So, sa, nung showdown, sabi ko, uh, can, I get, can I use the car? Kasi kailangan pumunta ng show. Yeah, sabi right. niya, ah, wag muna. Eh, sabi ko, ah, may show ngayon. Sabi niya, ah, next time ka naman, Od. Tapos <laughs> <laughs> nag-reply ako, tita, magkukumpit ako. <laughs> Ayun, sabi niya, ay, sorry. Tapos binigyan na lang niya ako pera para mag-Uber. Ayun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so now that we're talking about your family, you might as well uh, address a tiny elephant in the room. Obviously, your last name is Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Is there any connection to the Madrigal sisters in local showbiz, Michelle and Era? Okay. Um, sige, for those of you who don't know... Should uh, <laughs> You might know or you might have seen it. Um, half-sisters kasi na. Yeah. Uh, we have the same mom, different dads. Okay. Okay. And so, Madrigal is really part of your, yep, your shoot uh, name. Madrigal is my middle name and it's also their middle name. So, yeah. And for those who might be wondering, there is absolutely no connection to the singers. Any kind of singing group. Yeah, Camus. No Don't try to connection. make it work. It's not gonna work, man. It's not funny. It's off air. UP Madrigal. Talk about it. Off them are related to him. But you mentioned that you uh, you you went away for a while. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, anyway, you didn't talk about that. We kind of jumped forward. Yeah. Uh, we jumped the shutdown. You were batch two, but you didn't graduate at the same time. The rest of mm-hmm. the batch two guys yep. did. Alayo na nila actually compared to actually. Naman, but you're a champion, right? So yeah. there's well, something there. Humabul lang ako. Humabul. Well, batch two kasi. Um. Well, mid training. Um. I was yun nga kaka graduate ko lang ng culinary school. So I tried to apply para sa J1 visa for para magtrain ako sa US for a year. And hindi ko naman alam na tatanggapin nila ako. So yun, tinanggap nila ako. So I did four months in Utah, then six months in Michigan na, na um, I was a cook there. Tapos, I tried to, ano din, nag-contact din ako din ng mga wrestlers. Ah, Pero ang hirap kasi ng schedule ng mga cooks. So, oh, yep, yep. Hindi, ako naka, hindi ako makaalis. Especially dun sa Michigan because I worked in an island. So okay. you had to take a boat going out. Eh yung 
yung training school niya is out of the island. So, tapos mga 2 hours away pa after that. Masyadong malayo. Oh, plus, yung booker nila, or trainer nila, I don't know, well, he's both. Trainer booker nila. Uh, gusto lang ako pumunta doon para reto siya sa mga Pinay na babae doon sa... Oh, so, sketchy to, sketchy. Sino ba siya? Uh, actually, actually, I forgot his name. <laughs> Sky Dojo yung ano nila. Yung okay. school nila, Sky Dojo. Sky Dojo. We don't know that. We don't know those guys. So you spent a year in the U.S. before coming back, and then mm-hmm. when you got back, how hard was it to get back into the swing of training? Oh, you, I remember you didn't go back right away. Oh, well, I but, tried to go back yeah. right away, but yeah. may taping yung CNN on time lang. Okay. Pero uh, yeah, yeah. like the first training, there was I was game. So oh, yeah. actually, to, frankly, na ano, um, kaya ako bumalik was more of for wrestling, cause dapat I was planning to stay longer in okay. the states, okay. but then like. Na in a feel ko gusto ko mag-wrestling eh. Gusto ko mag-wrestling tapos I miss my family so ayun, bumalik na lang oh, ako. Tanda ko kung parang one year ka dapat doon. Yeah. So you only came back after 10 months. Well, like well 10 months talaga yung contract. Ah, okay, Nag-expire okay. na yung contract and then I could have stayed kasi I had a, a visa na ano, tourist visa for ah, like, for another yeah, for yeah. ilang years pa. Tapos ayun, eh I wanted to wrestle. So ayun, bumalik ako. Before we talk about wrestling, I just wanted to ask, kamusta naman yung tao dun sa pinuntaan mong places sa States? Okay naman sila. Um, sobrang bait nga ng mga tao dun. Tapos, well, actually mga guests. May mga, ano naman, mga, you know, racism is still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pero, yeah. like, for the most of it, sobrang bait ng mga tao Alright, that's cool. That's cool. So, let's let's transition back into the wrestling, diba? You, uh, you come back from the States yeah. and you're rejoining... Uh, at this point, batch 4 or batch 5 na, di ba? Batch 4. Batch 4. Let's batch after you feeling Batch after me. Yeah. Any yeah. feeling na, okay, the people you started with uh, already graduated. Booked on shows. Kayo, yeah. ikaw, yeah, parang retain ka pa ulit ng konti before you, get, before you graduate with the next batch, whoever it, whoever it was, right? So, any feeling na? Well, nung pagkabalik ko, sila Owell, um, tsaka sila JD, sinasabi na sa akin, Oy Mike, kailangan galingan mo kasi ito yung pinaka-athletic na batch. So, para sa akin... Batch 4? Yeah. Batch 4. Yeah. Sila, uh, Dax. Ah, okay. Martino, oh, okay. Robin, um, AB3. AB3. <laughs> <laughs> eh, yun. So, yun. Na-challenge na ako from there. Tsaka, nandun na din yung pressure na ano eh. Like, you see, batch 2, 3. Yung mga batches after ng ano, batch 2 na nag-romaduate sila bago ikaw. So, parang para sa akin, napipressure ka, diba? Tsaka, gusto mo sila pakitaan na... Yeah, I was gone for a year, pero... Uh, you still got it. Yeah, batch two ako. Natuto muna ako bago sa iyo. Parang ganun. When did you come back to the Philippines? Like, what month and, day, uh, and year? You uh, November 2015. 15? Yeah, mm-hmm. November 2015. November. By Revo X 2016, you were actually on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yep. it was a tag team match between Delirium and yourself and K. Van Skull. Sino mo si K. Van Skull? K. Van Skull? Yes, yes, he was. Actually, Diba K.S.? K.S. Tapos... Pagkarinig ng mga tao, chaos. <laughs> Good job, guys. I think this is the match where he had a mask on and face paint. Yes. De, no, he de, just de, had a mask. Just had a mask. I just had a mask. The, 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 the jaw mask. The jaw mask. What's his name? Winter Soldier. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Winter right. Soldier setup. So how was that? How, uh, when they told you, na, okay, you're going to be going on the pre-show, what was that feeling like? Well, no, the week before that was my first amateur fight back since I came from the US. So, tapos yun, nanalo. And then... For kickboxing. Yeah. And then, nung training the, after that, bigla sinabi sa akin mag, mag-pre-show ka sa Revex. So, para sa akin, sobrang saya ko. Na, totoo ba to? Kakabalik ko palang. Nanalo ka na ng amateur fight mo, tapos binook ka pa sa Revex. So, ayun, sobrang saya ko. Hindi ako makapaniwala. 
So you're you're in Gorilla and your music hits. You walk out for the first time. With you're KS. here. You're, you're with KS. KS. Take me through that or take us through that. Well, nag-uusap-usap lang kami nang biglang nag-ano yung music eh. Tapos, <laughs> tapos si Kevin pa, yung mask niya, hindi pa niya suot. So parang ang pagdali suotin. So parang, tara na, kailangan na natin mabas, Brad. Tapos ayun, ayun, the first thing, eh sabi, ano, generic hill, generic hill. Tapos, unang paglabas na paglabas ko, ayun, namakyo na ako sa mga ta. Ayun, Just tapos sumisigaw sila, hill, hill, sumisigaw yung mga kayo. <laughs> Pinakyo ko na kayo, hill na ako agad. <laughs> well... Versus and, delirium, pa. Yeah, versus yeah, delirium. delirium. Little did the people at that RevoX know, right? Na you were planting the seeds already for what would become the character we're all familiar with. Now, uh, let's let's take you back to the Smart Kenny. Wait, what are you feeling, man? What are you feeling? Na nag debut. Well, nag debut, kana technically for the first time in front of a crowd. It's a RevoX, pa. Ah, uh, sobrang sa. Di ako makapaniwala. Tapos, ay nga RevoX, pa. Kaya sobrang special para sa akin. Okay, buti naman di ka nakabahan pag ganon. Well, mas kinabahan ako kung maaalala ng mga kasama ko yung gagawin. <laughs> <laughs> well, time to This is early delirium, guys. Yeah, come on. Very yeah, early yeah. delirium. NKS. NKS, right. come on. Man. Yung pinakamagaling na doon na kasama ko, yung referee, guys. May reference, reference taban na yun. Maririnig mo nila to. Pero gumaling naman sila, Dax. Eh, so, uh, si Dax! You're one to talk. Jesus Christ. I'm drinking. I don't give a shit. That's what I'm So, obviously, lumalabas yung, yung uh, penchan ni Mike Madrigal for you know throwing shade and just being a jawjacker. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes back to the Kevin Owens influence, which uh, mm-hmm. you did mention during the Smart Henry interview. Yep, yep. And we see it in your ring attire, but you started wearing those muscle shirts na PI. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would never stop talking in the ring. So what was it about Kevin Owens or even his, in his ROH Steen. days as Kevin Steen that really attracted you to want to emulate that? Um kasi si Kevin Steen like he's yeah he's a badass but he doesn't take himself seriously. At Alam mo all. Yun? Especially yeah. nung Steen days niya. Oh, so parang kahit anong gusto niyang gawin na patawa, papasok pa rin sa match niya. Tapos yung attention ng mga tao papasok din eh. Alam mo yun? Tapos sa sobrang kupal niya na people will hate him pero at the same time pagka kailangan na niya ilabas yung pagka sadista niya yun nala, napapakita naman niya like pag nakita mo yung mga match nila generico parang sobrang brutal eh <laughs> ayun and it was so good it was so good na you brought that up because like, I think that's one of the reasons na very early on na naging friends tayo a little bit more than some of the other guys but friends ka pala bahay niya to so <laughs> tapos yung ano pala yung muscle shirt na PI that was really cause naging partner ko si Vlad eh, he had the VS so, so isip ko yeah. uh, why not lagyan ko ng nakakatawa na ano na lettering ngayon how much of uh, how much of the influence uh, the steam the Austin the the brash cocky character the Non-stop irreverent talking. yeah how much of that is really you um eh, di ko din masabi actually <laughs> Like, minsan di mo na masabi ka na yun. Oo nga, minsan di mo na, ako saan nag-isimula uh, yung ano eh. Oo, uh, kung alimba doon yung totoong kupal. Pero, um, <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm really a good guy. Pero, ayun nga, pagdating sa ring, kailangan makuha mo yung, ano eh, yung hate ng mga tao eh. Kailangan makuha mo yung heat na tinatawag. Mm. So, ayun, um, like, whenever I go in the ring, I, I try to become 100% those guys. On that note though, uh, you mentioned hate and I'm glad you did. Are you afraid na, 
uh, kasi yung act mo, the way you trash talk people in the ring and outside the ring, uh, it's getting over with the, with the fans. It's it's uh, people are laughing at it. Kasi naka talaga siya. Oh, yeah. Are you afraid that it might lead to a face turn when ano pag hindi kahit hindi ka pa ready? Um, medyo na isip ko na yan. Uh, pero at the same time, uh, pi- actually na isip ko na yan. Pinaplano ko na nga na parang no. maybe no. maybe eventually. Down the line. Um, I, I don't start talking while I'm in the ring. Maging kupa lang talaga ako without talking. Pwede naman yun eh, di ba? Ayun. Uh, tatry ko lang na i-counter yung mga tao. Parang ganun. So you take away what they like about it. Oh, like, uh, gusto nila nagmumura ko. What if one day, hindi na ako magmura? Oh, it's like, it's kind of like what like, Owens does. Yeah. Yeah, tsaka like, parang right to censor. Like, mm. they yeah. were, ginusto sila ng mga tao, Godfather, Valvinus, and then they took that away. So, parang annoying na lang. One step ahead. One step ahead. So, let's stay there on that topic of you just running your mouth. And it's a very underrated part of your work. Kasi, uh, from my experience playing basketball, pag pagod ka na, ang hirap magsalita. Mm-hmm. Right? Even when you're running and when you're directing either the offense or the defense, ang hirap magsalita because every, everything is moving and you're moving. So, in, in a sport like wrestling where you're constantly in motion, how hard is it for you to... Uh, conserve your stamina for the things you do physically and for you to keep running your mouth. Actually, ngayon ko lang naalala na ganun pala kahirap yung, ano, dun, yung cardio dun <laughs> since oh. naging single sa ulit. Uh. Kasi nagtaga ko, ang dali. Uh, Run your na. mouth, tapos pagka napagod, oh, Vlad, ikaw na ulit. Hinga <laughs> 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 oh, muna ako, tapos mag, magta-trash talk lang ako dito. Pero ngayon, uh, ano eh, ang hirap din. Pero at the same time, for me, kasi na, na, naririnig ko yung crowd eh, ayoko na tahimik sila. Uh, yeah. Ayoko na like may moment sa match na hindi sila nakatingin sa amin. Gusto ko mapanood na lang buong story eh. So if that if that means na kailangan ko magsalita, kailangan ko mag-spend ng extra effort para lang yung attention nila nandoon. Gagawin ko 'yun, 'di ba? So para na paplanin ka na. Kahit alam mo kahit alam mo talaga nanonood sila, kahit pag hindi sila nagsalita, kailangan mong ano, kailangan mong mag-draw ng attention. Oh, kailangan alam ko 100% andun sila kasi yung rea- ang wrestling is, ito yung beauty ng art ng wrestling eh. Yung fan reaction, doon magre-reflect yung ginagawa ng mga wrestlers. That's true. Kasi it's not like a movie na pwede ka pa sumigaw sa, ano, sa movie theater, magagalit sa mga tao eh. Oh. It's a two-way street. Yeah, kaya para. gusto ko yung crowd, nagre-react sila with everything we do. Hmm. Actually, I was gonna say kasi, the best case of this was your match against Sandata most recently. Na, ako personally, being ringside and watching it, I was just saying, young boy benefits na parang everyone na parang yung small pauses lang ng mga tao they were still glued to it and then biglang sasalita ka iimik ka lang tapos biglang tatawa na lang sila that's what I noticed too that's yeah. why I mentioned that you know naman talaga deep in, deep down you know na even if you don't look they know you're they're, they know you know they're watching but sorry yeah, yeah you know they're watching but you don't know if they're enjoying ah, yeah. that's, yeah. A good, that's a good point at the same time they just kept following it even yung outside the ring shit mo Oh my. What do you think, Basta? What do you think of that? I don't know. Um, for me, kasi it's uh, it, it it's multitasking. Eh. So you're trying to perform, and then you try to run your mouth, and you try to read the crowd mm. all at the same time, yep. right? And and again, going back to that thing I said earlier, it's very underrated because mm. uh, these it's are things so <laughs> that people don't realize when they watch a live wrestling mm. match, mm-hmm. right? So even I think at all levels, there, there's a level of mastery. Na, um, it's so hard to see that I'm there. Mm. Right, even when you're cutting a promo, regardless, when you're out there simultaneously, you're doing something to get a reaction while trying to read them uh, at the same time. So I want to ask you, from all of the things you've done to try to get your heat and to try to draw that reaction, 
what was that one thing you've said or done that's gotten the <laughs> biggest reaction na gusto mo? Kasi as a heel, you want them to boo you, di ba? Uh, so what's that one thing you've done na pinaka-despicable? Well, yung una was when nung post-match at ako kay Joey. Kasi doon nag-start yung oh, pupal chance. Oh, eh. yeah. Which is, yun yung pinaka-ginusto ko mangyari. Like, This was at showdown. Oh, yeah. yung showdown. Nung post-match ko kay Joey after our match, he tried to shake my hand. Siyempre, in-offer ko, tapos linoblo ko siya. Then, yun, series of attacks. Doon ko na, doon una nag-start mag-chat yung mga tao ng kupal na hindi ko naman alam na ano, ma, na sila mismo nag-ano, na nag, sila mismo nag-cheer noon. Akala ko nag-feed lang yung mga wrestlers eh. Hindi ah, ko naman alam ah, na, ano, oh, ayun. Kasi it does actually happen. Yeah. Oh. Admit it now. <laughs> Then, yun nga, recently yung kay Sandata, na yun yung pinaka, kahit anong sabihin ko eh. Kahit oh. sumigaw lang ako, nagre-react oh. eh. Sobrang ganda lang na talaga ng crowd. Mm. Sobrang ganda ng acoustics ng time. <laughs> actually, ang ganda ng acoustics ng venue. Oh. Kahit sumigaw lang ako, grabe magre-react talaga sila. Kaya yun, enjoy, na, enjoy, yeah. oh. enjoy na enjoy ko. Enjoy na enjoy ko yung gano'n. While we're talking about matches, let's talk about the tag team All Out War. Oh, oh shit. shit. That's one of my At favorite Fulton. matches At from At this Fulton. year. Fulton. That Fucking still hurts high. my back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the pain. I'm glad you brought up the pain because I want to know, how do you, uh, I guess, balance and, and parang embrace putting together a brutal match like that And you know, deal with the pain that comes with enjoying, or you know, with 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 be- beating up the beating the fuck out of each other. Well, to be honest, di mo ramdam pa eh, cause uh, of the adrenaline. Uh, Pero yung yung isip mo yung hilo eh, hmm. yung parang pagbigla kang naslam tas may hilo ka bigla hmm, dahil yeah. sa whiplash. Uh, yun yung isip mo eh. Pero buti na lang ng time na yun, everything went according to plan. Hmm. So ayun, uh, and kung yung malaman mo lang na nag-enjoy yung crowd. Nawawala eh. Wala ka na maramdaman ng time. Gusto mo lang pasayin sila ng pasayin eh. Because that's the objective of wrestling, right? To make the crowd pop. Mm. Yeah. Ayun. Even with a boxing glove. Yeah. Covered with, in thumbtacks. Ikaw ba gumawa nun? Oh, ginawa. Yeah. Ako gumawa nun. How long did that take to put together? <laughs> well, not that long. Are we gonna see it again? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Let's transition to Vlad Sinsik because over the uh, course oh, yeah. uh, over the oh, you know, yeah. a, a huge part of the last year he was your tag team partner. Mm-hmm. How did that come about and how did you guys uh, come up with the decision to integrate your characters and your gimmicks with one another para talagang team talaga yung dating niyo? Well, nagkumpisa siya kasi nung, nung sinabi ni Red, I was gonna t- t- be a tag team with Machine. Okay. Dapat talaga. Pero, ayun nga, nagkasakit si Machine, tapos kung ano-ano na nangyayari. <laughs> so, ayun, naging si Vlad. And then, nung, nung una, medyo ano pa kayo, alanganin kami eh. Kasi, nagkaalanga kasi, hindi, hindi talaga kami sanay mag-tag team. We're singles, guys. Mm-hmm. So, nung, nung suplex Sunday, nung nag-usap-usap kami, na-feel ko na na may, ano eh, na makikinig siya sa akin. Wala kaming, hindi, na, hindi kami magtatapak-tapak sa ano sa isa't isa. Mm-hmm. So, nung ta- dun ko na nalaman na kaya namin i-mesh yung gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Tapos yun, eventually, lang organically, ayun, nagre-react lang kami kung paano tinitake ng crowd. Like, yung, ako, binubu nila siya, chini-cheer. Ano eh, nagre-react lang talaga kami kung ano yung binibigay ng crowd. Eh. Yung ano, yung you're okay, oh, kupal, kupal ka. Oh. <laughs> that chant. I miss that chant. Yeah. <laughs> What was the best part of teaming with someone like Vlad Sinsik? Kasi you, you look at him and the way he moves, There's there's a certain uh, level of sadism sadism na um ibang sayo ibang kanya but somehow it just works. Saka hindi mo na expect na ano magiging team kayo diba? Oh, um well kasi si Vlad um yung style niya is sobrang 
ano ba? How do you call it? Parang brawler style. Mm. Bruiser. Yeah, bruiser. bruiser. And ganun din naman, medyo ganun din naman style ko eh. Uh, binubuli namin yung mga kalaban namin. And then, nagkataon lang na pwedeng, pwede ko pa mukha na ako yung, yung loud mouth na bruiser. Tapos siya yung all, ano lang, puro action, action lang siya. Walang wala, wala wala salita. Oo. Oh. So, doon kami nag-ano sa style eh, sa pagiging bruiser namin pareho. Yeah, I'm gonna miss the the tag team moves. Ganda eh. The deadly sins you guys were split <laughs> up after Renaissance, diba? Mm-hmm. Or was that before Renaissance? Actually, that was uh, after. 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 Renaissance, then wala na. Oh, you need last match today. So, what did you think about that? Did you think na it was just right, yung timing was right, or did you think na you still had somewhere to go as a, as a pair? How did it happen to begin with? Mm-hmm. Um... Well, after, yun na nga, kasi yung All Out War was the, yun na yung pinaka-end yung story namin. And dapat doon lang naman talaga. Kasi Vlad just came out to be my partner because of the Fighters for Hire. Ah, okay. Yun lang naman talaga okay. yung rason namin. Kaya ah, kami I naging think, partner, uh, di ba? I think people didn't really notice this, this new oh, ones. No. Well, hindi nila na-realize kasi tuloy-tuloy yung booking namin na, ano, as, tag, a, tag as a tag team. team. Oh, oh. Which hindi ko din na-expect. Akala ko bagong yung to, signals kami. One-off lang. Oo. Oh. Oh. Well, ayun, tapos sinabi na lang sa amin, we had to break up. And for me, nung, nung sinabi nila na we had to break up, uh, hindi ko pa ano eh, parang feeling ko kaya pa namin i-challenge yung tag titles eh. Oh, wow. Especially, we were get- oh, you oh. were in the tag, tag, tag title match. Yeah, and we were getting good feedback from the fans na- regarding our ano, tag team. Ayun. So you felt like it still had somewhere to go? Oh, naman. May so, legs feeling pa ko siya. kaya pa eh. Pero ayun nga, well, if that's what, if they needed us to break up, pwede yun yung bibigay, diba? Mm. Before we get to the singles run, let's go to Bagong Ito a bit. Kasi that was also the debut of your burritos. Tama ba? Was it Bagong yep, Ito? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, Bagong Ito. So, so let's talk about the burritos. Kasi uh, they are a hit. And Los Ingo Burritos! <laughs> there is clamor for the burritos at PWR live event. So first of all, saan ang galing idea na, oh, let me sell burritos at a PWR show? Well, nag-start talaga siya kasi um, yung cousin ko, nung pag-uwi ko from the, pagbalik ko from the States, sabi niya, can you help me? Kasi gusto ko magtayo ng concessionaire para dun sa isang uh, food park sa Makati. Tapos yun, so ginawa ko yung costing, ginawa ko yung recipes. Pero hindi siya natuloy kasi nagka-conflict siya with the contractors. Yep. So naisip ko, sayang naman. And then, I noticed nga nung, uh, when was this? Uh, nung sa BF show, yung nagbenta si Bombay ng sushi, sushi burgers. Yeah, sushi burgers. Um, naisip ko, ba't hindi din ako magbenta ng mga ano ko, pagkain ko? And naisip ko, but, oh, and, and nagkataon, sa mga venue, bawal ka magdala ng fryer, bawal ka magdala ng mga, um, mga La, burner. Ano, open fire. Oh, bawal yung may usok, kumbaga. Uh-huh. So naisip ko, pwede burritos, ibuo ko na sa bahay, tapos i-microwave na lang pagdating ng show, pag may order. And then yun. So I tried it ng bagong yugto. And nagulat ako na ubos. Ubos. Parang walking dead eh. Oh. So grabe yung concession nun. Nakakatakot eh. Well, did, did the uh, scouts from WWE actually try the burritos? Were, they, were you able to serve them burritos? Uh, hindi ko napansin actually. I was too busy with the show and everything. Yeah. So how was that like? Um, you're preparing your burritos before the event. How many burritos do you prepare the, the night before? And how long does that take? Uh, usually 75, 25 of each. Uh, beef, chicken, and sisig. Sisig. Mm. And then, umaabot ako, kasi I have work till Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, 8 to 5 ako na Saturdays. Pag-uwi ko, pag-uwi ko na naluluto. So, nakakatulog ako noon before the show. 4am na ako nakakatulog. Wow. Tapos, gising ako maaga, call time, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Yep. Andun ako. Tapos, truck pa, unloading, setup, yep. all that other shit that mm. you do But before. it's worth it. Oh. Yeah, but it's worth it. And it's good shit. It's good shit. 
Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry, I still need that salsa recipe. The name is Los Ingoburitos. Uh, De Pinas. De Pinas. Yes. There, yeah. Obviously, uh, L.I.J. reference. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned your day job. Your day job isn't in the culinary industry, is anymore. it? Yep. Anymore. Not anymore. So, would you say that your uh, the side business with the burritos, like that's you trying to channel in in your love of cooking? Yep, it's me trying to channel in my love for cooking sa love ko for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Are you know, do it mga mga yan. Oh. Yan. Uh, pero why did you leave the culinary industry or you know whatever? Uh, Honestly because of wrestling. Okay. Uh, yung schedule, yung schedule niya sobrang hassle eh. Tapos yung bayad niya sobrang baba uh-huh. naman. So mm-hmm. why why bother? Eh? I think it's I think it's here where we should take note that this really what's keeping Bombay away. Mm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh Bombay Bombay does have a family of his own mm-hmm. and he he has a full-time gig. So as a chef, diba? right? For In a Hong while Kong though. Now. Hong Kong, diba? Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not updated with this. Oh, oh. Well, well, but the enough friends. Friends man talaga kami. There was a time though earlier this year when we could say that Bombay was at majority of the people oh, no, we are. Oh, 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 sunod, sunod, sunod. Uh, At Revox. Kawawa si yeah. ano eh, Daxia Vieira. Ano naman, nanalo na siya. Ito naman si Daxia. Agent si Bombay. Wala na. Can we actually share that story? Yeah, sure. Yeah, because Daxia Vieira was supposed to be on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Bagong Ito. I forgot who his original opponent was. I think AB3. AB3. No. No. So it was someone else. It was a singles match, and Dax was supposed to go over. It was probably over. at Tarbahad. I think it was KS. Yeah. Uh, Dar- no. Or no, K- not K- K- KS. He wasn't there. Was it Tarbahad? I don't know. Yeah, most probably. Maximo. Maximo. Yes. Maximo. Maximo. So Dax was supposed to get his first singles win, I think, against Maximo, and then it comes Bombay. And then the plans changed, and suddenly he was on the receiving end of Surprise, a Bombay's top. here. <laughs> yeah, but that reaction, the buffer Bombay was just nuclear. Mm. Oh, and that was the first thing that happened. So it was a great way to set the tone for the show, which Sina Canyon Seaman attended. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough sucking kneecaps. Uh, we, we did that <laughs> way too much. So okay, um, back to your your singles run. Um, it's only been a few months since you and Vlad Sinsik went your separate ways, and then you find yourself in the PHX Championship tournament. How early did you know that this was yours to take? And wh- how did you feel when you were told na you're going to come out at the end of this as the champion? Well, nung sinabi sa akin, yun yung time na wala ako. I was in Europe for mm. a vacation. Should, Tapos, yeah. bigla na lang ako sinabihan. Well, I knew I was in the tournament before leaving. Sinabi na yun nung Renaissance pa oh, lang. Eh. Ah. Tapos nung sinabi na, biglang sinabi, uh, Mike, ikaw yung magiging PHX champion. Parang gusto ko na umuwi eh. Gusto ko na, guys, Ah, uh, pwede na ba tayo umuwi kasi excited na ako mag-wrestling. Eh. <laughs> Mananalo so, ako ng title. Asin, the whole trip ng af- since after sinabi sa akin 'yun, mm-hmm. 'yun na lang iniisip ko. Ano ba pwede ko gawin para ma-prove na deserve ko tong title na to sa mat- para sa matches ko mga ganyan. So that's why you kept posting from locations like Ireland, you were at a cliff. Oh, uh, you, you... I was trying to keep myself relevant. Oh no man. Uh, you know, PH excellence, everything. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so you, you were so excited to to come back, deba, right? and um, um, and and prove to everyone that you were deserving, even though nobody knew yet at the time that you were going champion. Mm. Could have been anyone. Yeah, it could have been anyone uh, from that twelve-man field. So, top dogs. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Why? Wait, Why? and Ken Warren because of the injury. Everybody like no. Dux. Everyone knew. Everyone had Ken as a favorite. And Dax, actually. <laughs> So anyway, no, um, but, but it's true. It's true. People want to Shut up, Carlos. Let's go to APCC. Um, okay. You you wrestled that last year's APCC, right? Mm-hmm. So second straight, bato. 
how different was it this year compared to last year? Ah, good question. Hmm. Mas konti tao, actually. Actually, no, it's because yeah, it's the setup kasi. Hmm. Now there were more booths around us. Ah, uh, baka nga. And something lang. Mas konti. Oh, so so ayun, medyo mas ano siya, mas nakakalungkot siya ngayon. Pero um yung pinag yung difference niya kasi last time was hindi naman ako masyado kilala din eh that time. So like people didn't know if they were gonna cheer or boo kasi nga pag humihirit ako nakakatawa, 'di ba? Pero ngayon na tapos nagka-bit pa kami ni Nintendo last time yung post peer tsaka yung nag-lag. So they they were gonna cheer me. Pero ngayon, kahit nanalo na ako ng Paychex Championship, alam mo yung Usually people cheer you deserve it. Yeah. Dito pati mga bata galit na galit sa. <laughs> how do you deal with that? Like when when a kid is just angry at you, they're giving you the side eye or the stink eye. How do you react to that? Both in character and out of character. Well, in character syempre, yun yung gusto ko. So, ayun, mas aasarin ah, ko sa lalo. Pero out of character, medyo ano, medyo nailang din ako minsan kasi like no APCC. May usual entrances go in tapos syempre uh, throw the bird at everyone bigla nung nagbato ako ng ano isang middle finger pagtingin ko bata na sa tapat <laughs> <laughs> nakamask ka pa most of the time oh. how did the parent react? Uh, wala naman NR tapos meron din ako nakita sa video na tinatakpan nung nanay na yung mata niya <laughs> so medyo <laughs> So after um, after the finals, diba, um, you you won the title. There were actually a lot of people who went to you for a picture. I, I remember this. Uh, yeah. How was that feeling like? First time actually, na madami nagpapa picture. <laughs> Usually pag show isa dalawang tao lang. Tas nagulat ako nung after ng APCC and dami na. Of course, champion. Champion. Eh. champion oh. eh. Ayun, uh, masaya. Tapos I, I tried to be as humble as I can. Na gusto ko sa kanila yung kunyari magpapa-picture sa kanya yung belt, alam mo yun. Mm-hmm. Um, good ayun. guy mode. Yeah, na appreciate ko naman. How uh, how hard or how easy it is is it to separate yourself from the character? Lalo na if you're coming off a match or coming off a show kasi 'di ba? Um, sometimes yung psyche mo nandoon pa rin sa you have to live the gimmick. So how hard or how easy is it for you to separate that from oh, I have to be the real guy again. Yung ano, yung on-off switch na yan. Well, sa akin it's easy naman kasi kupal talaga ako. Hindi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, for me it's easy kasi sobrang opposite naman eh. I mean, hindi naman ako ganun kakupal sa mga tao na hindi ko kalala. Yeah. Siyempre ko sa friends ko, ano, kukupalin ko talaga kayo. <laughs> Kaibig ako naman kayo, di ba? <laughs> Pero ayun, it, it's not that hard actually. Alright. Um, so, Now that you're a PHX champion, uh, you know, th- do you feel that mas malaki yung pressure sa to deliver consistently or to deliver better caliber performances? Yeah, of course. Sobrang nafe-feel ka na yung pressure. Simula pa lang nung Sandata match eh. Pero nangyari din after nung Sandata match, nafe-feel ko na yeah, I think kaya ko i-carry. Kaya ko i-carry yung PHX. So uh, I th- I think kaya ko maging singles na alam mo yun, matutuwa sila sa reign ko. Hmm. Yung you talk with an air of confidence but it's not you know it's not a yung yabang na confidence it's a quiet yeah. confidence where you know you're good and that you can deliver when called upon where well, does that come from well it's not that i know i'm good it's that i know what i'm willing to do mm. para improve sarili ko para improve yung mga matches and kahit naman sa practice match talagang nag all out ako eh hindi ako basta-basta sa mga practice matches din speaking of sorry no, sorry pero saan galing yun like saan ka humuhugot ng confidence well i think it's Because of my passion, parang alam ko gustong gusto ko talaga ipakita sa crowd. And nandun din yung work ethic ko. Like, three times a week I train. 
just for wrestling which is once a week lang. Mm. Ayun, so kaya mataas confidence ko kasi I'm prepared. I always go prepared sa mga show. Speaking of things you're willing to do, I personally noticed that you like going for all the crazy spots, all the crazy sequences. Saan mo napapulot yung mga ganun? Well, minsan sa mga napapanood ko, and minsan, like, when we practice a spot, mm. naiisip ko, ah, pe- teka, pwede mo i-reverse sa ganito eh. Pwede mo gawing ganito eh. So, doon ko nakukuha yun. I think ikaw yata, yung pinaka-creative na nakita ko mag-isip ng sequence. Uh, I mean, you and Billy Sway. Billy Sway kasi, better well, yes, than us. He's done everything. Yes, ten he has years. so much more time. Yeah, but you though. Uh, and JD. He's, yeah, and JD. Uh, but with you, parang, parang, a lot of the crazy stuff I would only see probably in the indies, you would uh, bring to PWR. Well, kasi, actually, I mean, wrestling is always on my mind. So, parang, kahit papunta ako sa work, and, I work in Binondo and I'm from Alabang. So that two-hour trip, yun lang, minsan yun lang iniisip ko eh. Iniisip ko lang yung There's matches so ko, time. yung promos ko. Kahit ayoko eh, yun yung talaga yung pumapasok. And minsan talaga may time na napapabrainstorm ako na mapapalista na lang talaga ako sa phone ko ng mga no. spots. Alright. Sorry, I, I got caught off guard. You work in Binondo, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... At this point in your career, is there any... What's the goal that you really want to shoot for? Whether it's a match with someone or a, a, a certain position. What is it that you want to achieve at the end of the day and you can say na, alright, I'm good? Um, current goal ko is since I'm PHX champion, gusto ko yung PHX championship. Hindi siya kampion uh, ng Pilipinas A and then PHX, uh, PHX championship B. B. Gusto ko A1, A2. Yes. Yeah. Gusto ko maging katulad siya nung NJPW uh, Intercontinental ni Shinseki. That's my current goal right now. Alright. And um, if there's anyone out there who wants to learn how to be a jawjacker like you, what's the biggest piece of advice you can share? Because I think you're, you're pretty much the best in the game right now locally. Well, for me, uh, wag lang kayo mahiya and be yourself. Don't try too hard. Don't try too hard to be a badass. Alam mo, maging, maging ikaw lang. Kasi ako, wala, I'm not really trying. Sobrang saya ako pag nasaring ako and pag nagsasalita ako, sobrang no effort yun. Kasi nag, nagpapakatotoo lang ako eh. Nagre-react lang naman ako sa tao. Tsaka, don't take yourself too seriously na, ay, kailangan malakas ako tignan parate eh. Pakita mo din na may weaknesses ka. Pakita mo din na may kahinaka. Kasi doon sila tatawa eh. Pag nakita nila yung bad guy na nagugulpe, tatawa sila, syempre, matutuwa sila. So, huwag kayo masyado seryoso and be yourself, guys. Alright. Now, uh, October, October Plex is happening on October 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who are you facing at October Plex again? Do we know already? Alam mo na ba? Oh, uh, si Bolt. Nako. That's oh, a, so, a lot of fun. No. That's a lot takot of fun. na takot ako, guys. <laughs> <laughs> takot na takot ako kay Bolt. Ah, Bolt, hinahanap ka na pala ng nanay mo. Uh, yung patis na binili mo, ang tagal mo na bago ibalik. So, ayun. Sana mahanap na po si Bolt na nanay niya. This is non-title naman, di ba? Non-title. Okay. Yep. Alright, so you can look forward to that. Uh, if you're a fan of either Bolt or Mike Madrigal, they should put out one hell of a match. On Sunday, October 8th, at the Power Max Center Spotlight. Again, it's PWR Live, October Plex. Mike Madrigal, PHX Champion. Thank you so much for joining us for Thank this episode. Thank you guys. Thank you. And I have one last important question. I think the PWR Nation needs a the Revo Nation needs Revo to know. Pinutok mo pa talaga yung championship belt. 
Um, lilive ko na yun sa mga imagination mo. <laughs> Alright, we're cut there. Thanks, Mike Madrigal. Oh, so, kung sino man, kung may makakatalo man sa akin, sana halikan yung belt. <laughs> And for those who want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? Okay, uh, sa Facebook, uh, Mike Madrigal PWR. And then, um, on Instagram, sobrang original ko mag-isip ng mga username. So, Mike Madrigal underscore PWR. So, tapos sa... Uh, Twitter iba, diba? Ha? Twitter iba. Oh, yung Twitter ko, feeling ko kaya ang konti ng followers ko kasi ganun yung pangalan, uh, you're dead PWR. <laughs> One word. <laughs> Alright, go find him on social media and uh, we'll leave him to do whatever with his belt now. We mentioned earlier right before the Mike Madrigal interview that the WWE Live in India event is in September or you know later this month. We actually uh, looked it up and we haven't really found the date at all. We've gone as far as checking until October. Um, there, there isn't any news we tried Going on Google to check it out, there, there wasn't any date. So at this point, I'm in the dark and I have no idea when that India tour is happening or if it already happened. In which case, yeah, uh, probably hasn't. Um, I have no idea how this affects their booking for Hell in a Cell for the Nakamura and Jinder Mahal match for the WWE Championship. But anyway, um, we have a pay-per-view coming up in a few days, so we might as well talk about Predictions! that. Predictions! Yeah, predictions time, please. Always. We got seven matches on the card, so let's go through them one by one. As usual, we'll start with the Intercontinental Championship match between The Miz and Jason Jordan. All right, if they're smart, they would not let JJ win. Yes. And I think, the one, given how Miz is booked for the entirety of this, this year, year and, you know, kind of like the previous year, I think he's going to keep it anyway. Yeah, I, I kind of want JJ to have a bigger struggle, or mm-hmm. I want him to have a struggle so to, to struggle so bad that he'll snap and turn heel, be the entitled Austin Rivers character I've wanted him to be since he moved to Raw. Well, I'd like for JJ to lose, but does he finish Sana? Yan lang. I don't think it matters. I, you know, uh, important well, yeah. is he just doesn't walk away as champion. Yan din. Next up, uh, Fatal Five Way for the Raw Women's Championship: Alexa Bliss versus Ooh. Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax versus Emma versus Bailey, whose entry in the match is something I can't explain. What a mess! But I guess it's she's a, better now. Yeah, she's better as, as long as as long as her shoulder works. Uh, as long as her shoulder works and she gets time. Eh, let's see. I'm not sure who wins this. I don't think Alexa wins this. I think Alexa retains. Uh, uh, there's too much uh, going on for yeah, Alexa for to Alexa lose. to lose. That's that's the thing. And apparently, the way you book it. If Sasha wins again, hot potato then. Is this not a Nia Jax? Uh, no, no. Celebration. No, no, not Is this not quite. Nia Jax's time? Wait, I, I actually see not, Nia Jax winning this. Wait. It's not outside the realm of possibility, but my money is on the retain. All right, my money will be on Nia Jax. Um, okay, next up, cruiserweight championship: Neville versus Enzo Amore. For the love right. of God, Fuck I hope no. I hope Neville Fuck retains no, here. Neville. All right, as a two hundred five live expert here. Uh, This is really tough. It looks like... Enzo won the promo. It looks a lot like Enzo is winning, but... But, to be fair, they've been making him look like absolute shit, and the last thing they want to do is put the title on him. Please don't. We have to talk about the character first. I don't know how much you've you've talked about him while I've been gone. Because over the last three weeks... I have a bit. He's been quite the asshole. And he did a a big move by low-blowing Neville at the end of 205 Live, and the crowd booed him. Hmm. Uh, that, he's been doing that since he got the 205 Live. He's been winning by cheating. He hasn't really been pulling his weight. The thing that I theorize is that uh, because the crowd still kind of loves him, they're kind of booking him to be an asshole just to finally get the crowd to turn on him. So but I'm trying to make him be Roman, if you, if you will. Um, 205 Roman. Yeah, just so 
para kasi the only leverage he has is his reactions eh. so if he if they would actually manufacture some go away heat for Enzo then maybe it would be justified for him to to get fired you know uh, to Quote me the, uh, the, the the bad thing about this is that obviously it's no question that Enzo is going to lose but by making your number one contender look so shitty you kind of question why this needs to happen oh right? yeah why are we going through the charade because mm-hmm. if the objective is to eventually just fire Enzo why not just bury him the only the only person that wins on all this is Neville because it's easy for him to coast it Mm-hmm. Diba? from a technical standpoint mm-hmm. and from a story point mm-hmm. well, he wins Parang they were it's like they were obligated to give him the, the contendership because he was the biggest star uh, in the cruiserweight division so far but who's going to adjust yeah apparently we're going to adjust we're always going to adjust maybe he's not going to adjust it's like the curse of an, it's like a gift and a curse right you, you put Enzo down by the same time he, he comes in as the biggest star so what do you do? You give him the, the contendership. You know what's the most annoying part in all of this? And I'm going to uh, call back to Raw. Uh, mm. I've always wanted uh, the heavies to make sure the cruiserweights in, in such a way that a monster like Braun would eviscerate a cruiserweight. Yeah. And yeah. it finally happened. But it didn't make me sympathetic towards that cruiserweight because yeah. that cruiserweight was Enzo Amore. Well, and the fact that it was a move just to do the move. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's fun to see Enzo get kicked, uh, get his ass kicked by two different uh, main roster guys in two weeks, right? Wala, wala Even the Miz thing was mema. Yeah. 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 Uh, no matter how good Miz was in that promo, you can tell that they did it just to run Enzo down. Uh, no matter how nuclear he mm. got, it's it's really strange booking, and that's why I think that no matter. Uh, no matter how much someone's backstage behavior kind of uh, makes them deserve it. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you shouldn't be booking by feeling. Here, here's a question. Uh, since, uh, you know, just to uh, wrap up the Enzo uh, Amore bit. Um, why, uh, is it bad now? we're not sympathetic towards Enzo Amore, the character, and the performer yes, now? Yes, it is. Yeah. So you're putting him in that spot. And especially that Neville is a heel. So, para who exactly are you supposed to cheer for? No, but like, I mean, um, we are, we're gleeful over the fact that he's getting his ass kicked. Oh. And we're gleeful over the fact that we're just waiting for a reason for him to get fired. Oh. There, there's something wrong here. I just yeah. can't yes, point it, it, it out. Yes, there's something wrong because it could have gone to someone more deserving. It could have literally been Cedric Alexander's. Right. Okay. But uh, uh, putting that aside, parang, why are we so mean towards Enzo Mori the person now? Because we know now that he isn't really—he isn't a as guy. A stand-up yeah. guy. He isn't as stand-up as he tried to be. He, he isn't, isn't as real. He apparently real also one. doesn't deserve the spot he's in, no matter what spot it is. Apparently. Mm-hmm. But who gave us the moral high ground to say that? Uh, you, don't, you don't deserve that. So fuck you. I think going by the fact that WWE is the most major league wrestling promotion in the world. Parang you are holding out someone's spot. Okay, I guess you bring something to the table in your mic work, but at the same time, if you really can't back it up, I know. mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, I mean, I'm just really trying to uh, trying to sure. bring out the logic. Na parang we are openly calling for someone to get fired. We're openly celebrating him being buried or, or, or being made to look like a fool. Let me ask you this: Do you think Enzo's gotten better in the ring? Do you think Fuck he no. deserves? Uh, do you think he can hang with anyone in the cruiserweight division? Hell no! Oh, there you go. It's, it's, it's kind of like how you feel about Roman. I, I was, I would assume. 
before. No, I've, before. I've got a more before. apt. I've got a more apt analogy, oh. which I'll tell you off the air. Not, not okay. here. Not here. All right. But yeah, I, I, I now get it. And, and at, the, at the end of the day, get off with the analogy, ma. No, no, man. All right. Not necessarily. All right. Okay. I hope not. Anyway, let's go through the other half of the card. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Now, this, this is, is an angle uh, na medyo magulo, but I, I hate that the nuance is coming in so late in the game. Yeah. I yeah. love what the, what Finn said uh, on Raw this week. He said na, um, you, you you mock me for the demon, but think about that. The demon is actually a creation of the man. So if the demon is a creation of the man, which is more dangerous? And I'm like, I needed this a year ago. Yeah. yeah. So much time has passed since this angle was salvageable. It's a good story. It's a good story. It's a good story. Before we even got here. This comes after, kasi, Kamos. This comes after the fact that they didn't really establish. They established that the demon was bigger than the, the leather man. jacket wearing man yeah. without explicitly fleshing that out. Which is why you have complaints from, from some vocal fans, like yeah. our friend Red, who would say, na, Why does Finn get celebrated for not giving his 100% oh. all the time? Oh. So the criticism is valid. Uh, yeah, very much valid. So in doing, in saying that the demon is creation of the man, it means that uh, it really is more than 100% when he puts on the face paint. So we yeah. needed this way before. We, need, we, we just needed that nugget. At this point, kasi, at this stage of the game, at this stage of their feud, they should just really be beating the fuck out of each other. And Hardcore matches. Exposition. What do you think about Goldust having been inserted as a pawn? It doesn't make sense to me because I thought he was a heel. Yeah, I But um, if, if you take that element away, if it was Goldust as a veteran babyface, it would have added some value to it. Because eh? here's another guy who also puts on the face paint and also plays up that character that is um, different from Dusting. the man that he really is. Yeah. To me, it didn't work because he still lost. <laughs> Diba? True. Maybe True. Uh, I get. I see what they were trying to do in like, giving uh, this story some more legs by by including a guy who also wears face paint. But it would also work if this guy who also wears face paint was able to defeat someone else, other than or, you know someone who's not Bray, just so you can prove now. Okay, he's good. Diba? I, I mean, I know Golden is good. Him. I know Dustin Rhodes is good. But the casual crowd doesn't really necessarily know this anymore. Anymore. Uh, oh. But uh, you're rushing this because you Start just eight. wanted someone else to to mess with with Bray. Actually, I was gonna say, are they just rushing this because Starcade? I don't know. That's but something. But when when Bray first uh, faced Goldust in that match, I thought, and then he did the whole no, he did he cut he a cut whole, the whole promo. video promo. Yeah. I legit thought he was moving down to Goldust <laughs> <laughs> because he lost to, to Finn Balor. Yeah, and I'm like. Seriously, this is how long we've gone <laughs> from WWE champion at uh, WrestleMania. We are now calling out Goldust. Which So who's winning this man to man feud or man to man match? Clearly it's Finn. Right? <laughs> because if it's Bray Some Kawawani Bray Wyatt. And it's not his fault. It really is. But we've been saying this for two years. He even looked uh he, he even looked kinda soft against Goldust the first time. Yeah. It's hard. Actually, yeah. parang chamba it's hard to get Sister Abigail yeah. this week. Eh. So, yes. it's chamba yung itsure. But it's like, oh. it's actually, sad. this has to be how, how you fix, how you fix next, how you fix is Bray Wyatt. Uh, no, he fixes himself by going to NJPW. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like, it's like super poor man's Ucha Underground. Actually. Actually. Alright, next stop. Moving on. Tag Team Championship, Shea Zaro versus Two Thirds of the Shield. 
the bar. Why would the bar win here? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm about to make a point. No, you're not. The bar, no, the bar has done enough uh. to warrant to warrant that. Okay, you can see it going for a third reign, but I don't think this is the pay per view that it happens. Not yeah. this time, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, I there mean, are more heel teams than face teams. Yeah, we momentum yes. pa yon, momentum pa reunion tour nila Dean and Seth. Plus, oh, I yeah. want to see them in a solo feud with the Good yeah. Brothers. Yeah. What doesn't make sense to me is the Hardys strangely finding themselves in the Intercontinental Championship scene. <laughs> or floating around <laughs> nowhere. Uh-uh. Yeah. I just hope just, that it leads to Matt Hardy being broken. Uh-huh. And if they're the ones to break Matt Hardy, that, that would be a good thing. I guess. And now, uh, let's move on to our two WrestleMania-worthy matches. Ah. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. I hate to say this, but I think Roman is winning Cena this. versus Roman. I will be rooting for Cena, but I think Reigns will win. It depends on what Cena's schedule is looking yeah. like after this. Because if uh, he doesn't have... Yeah. Him, I, what movie is he have? Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Shit! Is that awesome? I don't know. No, he's one of the contenders. Yeah. He's a contender, but then if he's... I'm sure he's got other projects lined up, for sure. Yeah, like the... the Ferdinand the Bull. I don't know. Probably. I mean, he has to do the promotional thing um, after that. To me... I don't know. I think Roman does win this. And, yun nga, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but the way they're going about this is that there were the rumors that he's going to be the... Uh, there's, he's, there's still plans for him to be the top babyface of the company. So, again, this is how they do it. They they have him lean in completely into his heel character. Because, as you know by now, he's a giant douchebag. Yes. There yes. is no explaining any of this as a babyface. At all. And it actually works for him better. Kai Papano. Kai Mejupilit na konte, it works for him. No, I mean, I, I hate him even more. Yeah, diba? You've uh, always hated him. No, but he, he's embraced the whole uh, me. His the, dickishness. Yeah, his dickishness. Uh, he's coming up with stupid arguments against Cena. Uh, he's. Shirin nagbumuhang gagoy. Oh. Oh, he looks down. He's like you, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but you're not a heel. But, you know, they. I'm a henchman. Yeah, whatever. Uh, they. They have him lean toward that the entire time. And once fans see that he is way more comfortable as a dick, they'll start to cheer for him. Because at least it's much more palatable than him trying to be a good guy. Yeah, way better than suffering succotash. Oh. Uh, eventually, it's kind of like the Stone Cold Turning. Eventually, uh, he becomes enough of a good guy dick. Or, or you know, a, a relatable dick. Or, like our friend Mike Madrigal. Or they reunite the shield. No, that's always no, the easy don't, way to do. Don't. United Shields heels. No, don't. Well, the, the shield did end up turning babyface because they were such a uh, such, such an such over shield. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. please, no. Yeah, going back, I think it's Romans to win. Yeah, it's Romans to win. Romans to win. And your main event: Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman <gasps> for the Universal Championship. If this goes longer than seven minutes, I doubt it. Wouldn't be as enjoyable to watch. I think it'll be like the Samoa Joe match. Uh. So that match actually went about 11 minutes. Oh. So here, here's a thing uh, about Joe ver- ah, Joe Brock versus uh, Braun. So you can either go two ways. Either you believe that it's time for Braun to win this. Or you believe that Brock is going to retain but doesn't show up for the rest of the year. Either I would rather or. the Universal Championship be present for the rest no. of the year. Oh, come on. Because the thing is, we've already done this. The Brock disappearing act has already happened. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's kind of look how that turned out. Main event pictures, diba? Na parang we had what four months yeah, almost four months almost without without the title, and then it's just Brock. Mm, is he coming? Is he not coming? And then he shows up, and then fuck everything. But from an optimistic point of view. That would have been a happy problem in the sense that if you don't have the top title, your creative team would be challenged to come up with more hardworking stories. And Again, yet, as, as history has shown, it doesn't not, really work that way. It didn't work. We, we were that optimistic when it did happen the first time, but uh, no. Not anymore. So, Raw is getting better for sure. Oh, but, uh, yes. Uh, Leaps and bounds from when that happened. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we don't know what the hell they'll be doing afterwards. Because uh, you can tell the SmackDown has its shit together. Yes. So, the, oh wait, yeah, is no, there no. even a baby face in this in this feud, or are they both just forces of nature? Yeah, forces of nature, though. Mm-hmm. It's just two huge horses going at it, and however this ends, it needs to end quickly. Otherwise, I don't like. I don't know. I honestly don't know how this how this will progress, and the ramifications are serious. Yeah, you can't have. He's right. You can't have Roman Braun again. He already did that. And it was not great. No, I the don't matches think great. No, the matches. The result was not. Result, no. Yeah. Remember how si Brock escaped the uh, escaped great boss of fire and parang chumamba lang siya kay Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah. How does it look on Brock if he just escapes Braun? Makes more sense. Makes more sense Braun because is huge. Not just not just the huge factor. It's also that Braun will hit harder. Braun wrestles closer to his style. Na not na high impact, high impact, minimal flash. No, but the, the bigger question here is what is the impact on Brock's narrative? Because that would have been two high-profile ma- three high-profile matches in a row where he just barely escaped by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, okay, then. Because Brock is huge. Yeah, that's but, what that's what Heyman is saying, right? Heyman has been painting Brock as the underdog. Yeah, because of the size. So that said, we'll have to prediction. Is it Brock or is it Braun? I, my heart says Braun, just because it's really tough. Um, I would I'm really love Braun. to say Braun. I really would. Because he's one of those guys that could be a star if you give him a chance. He and is this a star. is the. No, he's no, a star no, no, no. already. Next level. Take him sure. to the next level with this. To be fair, the best thing I would do if I were in their shoes is I would have Braun win now. And then if you really still want to do Brock versus Roman, just have him win it back exactly. by the Rumble. There you go. Mm-mm. But because that's not the question here. <laughs> Really is not because you're looking so far. I think the money's on Brock to retain. The money is on Brock to retain. Yeah, I will predict that. And if Strowman wins, I will just mark the fuck out. So I'll be the optimist here and say Braun is winning. They have they have every opportunity to to swerve us. So it's as good a time as any. If you're doing this now, you might as well. Yeah, I was actually gonna say nah timing plays a big part of it because going into this part of the calendar, you can experiment. You can experiment just enough to see where it's gonna go. If it fucks up, you have the Royal Rumble right around the corner. Yeah, that's diba? true. This is actually a great time to experiment. Diba? Diba? Yeah. It's and, and considering that Raw hasn't experimented like this, I think I know. Alright. Exactly. <laughs> that brings us to the end of our predictions for No Mercy. It happens uh, on Monday, Manila time. Uh, 8 a.m. local time. Now, that brings us to the end of the episode, which means it's time for our picks of the week. Hmm. Fuck guys, I don't know. <laughs> Mine will be the main event of NXT, Mustache Mountain versus Red Dragon, uh, the the undisputed era. Fun match. Uh, 
I, I, I was curious to see how Red Dragon would behave in WWE, in, in NXT. Uh, granted, they're not as, as hard-hitting as they were in New Japan, mm-hmm. but I still enjoy their stuff. Sure. And I, I love how they interacted with Mustache Mountain, how finally the UK guys are part of the larger fabric. Oh, yeah, that's always nice. And then afterward, having Drew McIntyre come out and Sanity come out, for once they had the yung, yung team of honor. Mm-hmm. For once. Like, like they unite the larger NXT locker room. They they yeah. So I like, I like the story. I like where this is going. And I, I love the match. Right. All right. My pick of the week is the triple threat tag match on Raw. There. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Another great pick. You know, uh, the tag team champions versus Cesaro versus the Good Brothers. Really great. Uh, it went long, but that's fine. It went really long. Because uh, you can tell uh, Raw is trusting them to deliver whenever. They should just officially call them the Good Brothers by now. Oh. Malapine. Actually, yeah. Because they've the been c- using it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And people forget that the club is in any way related to the Bullet Club at this point. And you sure Nila actually says Good Brothers. Yeah. At the bottom. So they might as well. My pick of the week is Poor revival. <laughs> actually fuck, fuck them, man. Fuck injuries. It's sad. My pick of the week is the Martivo special on GMA Seven. Right. Just sure. because if you guys haven't seen this, parts of it are online on his page and the GMA page. You guys should check this out just so that you get a better idea of one of the most unique characters in wrestling today, this side of the planet. It's fun to watch. Yes, there are cameos by myself and like other people in this room, but it's a fun it's a fun take on what we do and it gives you a glimpse into one of the best wrestlers bar none, I have to say Martivo. One of the best wrestlers bar none. Doesn't even make sense. Yeah, what does that mean? I'm drinking. Okay. <laughs> no, What's one the of the difference? best one of the best wrestlers in PWR today. Why don't I see Sandro? Sandro Marcos, not Sandro. Not Sandro Hermosa. Yeah, yeah not, not our friend. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. shout out, by the way, to our friends from MWF. Congratulations oh, yeah, on congratulations. their third show. I might as well say something about this because we don't have a reviewer right now. But I had a lot of fun at uh, Road to Fate. I heard that Aldrin Richards converted a lot of people oh. into fans. To be fair, they gave him enough opportunities to, uh, to win the crowd over, and he did. And a lot of people have... Uh, have Improved over on the MWF roster. Shout out to Moises Iwanek for coming out with a fucking lapel mic and a portable speaker. As Whoa! Though, as though like was, a preacher, man. Yeah, yes, as though he was preaching on a bus. So next, I would like to see him shoot a promo on a bus and see who <laughs> he can work and he can actually collect some money. <laughs> All right. So congratulations to, to MWF and as for PWR. October Black's happening on Sunday, October 8th. That's a good three weeks from now at the Powermax Center Spotlight. As early as now, you can order tickets from pwr.tickets uh, at gmail.com. Or, or if you see any of us on Facebook, just shoot us a message and we'll put you on the list for a discounted ticket. Yes. That is a Special PWR class. guarantee. Yep. Right now, uh, thanks again to Mike Madrigal for coming over, bringing the beer, bringing the chips, and giving us a lot of fun stories tonight. As for next week, we'll be back with our No Mercy review and we'll see if we can squeeze in a guest or two. Right, right, right. Don't you have something to plug? Yes, I do. Uh, I will be. Uh, I, I've. I've. Uh, well, I will be officially joining the Wave eighty nine point one main roster. Back on radio. Yes, back on radio again for like the second time this year. Yeah. Hashtag Monam. Yeah. Hashtag back on radio. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, right now the show is called the Morning Tide, but by Monday it'll have a different name. Make sense, Abedin. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, her name is Sarah, but that's her shoot name. I don't know what her air name will be. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, she hasn't decided. 
So uh, yeah, uh, it'll be five to seven a.m., which is got uh, too fucking early. Not uh, not bad. At least it's not super long. Yeah, it's not yeah. super long, which is which is something I enjoy. And I uh, uh, the target market's actually students and people doing their chores that early in yeah, the morning. You're not you're not no, you're not morning show. Mm. You're 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 not um, prime time morning show. If this were a Thanks, show, huh? no, I was just saying. If this it's were a, not pressure. What a friend. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Gosh, if this were actually a show uh, five years ago, six years ago, uh, I would be one of your listeners for sure. Yeah, the way the, the best way to explain high it to school. people, college comes college. How many so, L's have you taken tonight? The best way to uh, to explain this to people who are unfamiliar with radio and time slots is it's probably umagang kay ganda for radio. <laughs> That's true. That's true, though. Say, given the time slot and the structure of the program, it's news related. So, human interest stories, sports news, celebrity news, tech news. Uh, I have to do my research right after uh, the recording. So, uh, uh, that's basically the meat of the program. So, you're going in in a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, I will be going in a couple of hours. So, Jesus by the time Christ. you hear this, Friday would, the Friday show would have been done. I would have waken up from my nap. Mm. Uh, you can tune into the regular uh, version with with the updated title by Monday. All right, right. So it's right. great to be back, uh, back on the podcast, back on radio, back in Manila, and I won't be gone for another six months. Speaking of the podcast, guys, please watch this space because we have some big things popping over on the horizon. Because the horizon is a real thing. Yeah, over the curved Earth. <laughs> yes. On air high five. All right, so that's that's gonna do it for this episode of the SGP podcast. On behalf of our guest Mike Madrigal, on behalf of Drunk and Raf Camus. And Romaran. Inebriated. My name is Stan C. And we are out of here. Thomas, please sit down. And I will be humble. Glorious. No, I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend. I will defend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.